Dafnun Vov, starting from bottom of Nun Hemi Beis. Tanya, four lines up. Amir Mishua. Amir Dvarm, Oisus, and Potom, and the other Mechaim, and the Shemayim. There are four alakas he's going to bring. We'll see in the Gemara why he brings these four. That even though there's a Petur in Dine Cheshem Mishpat, you still have some sort of Dine of Chiyuv, and the Shemayim. The Chiyuv, and the Shemayim, different versions are explained in different ways. Either it's a Chiyuv Mammon, and the Shemayim, as we'll see from the Gemara, there might be a hint from the Gemara. It's not a question of Chiyuv Mammon, it's a question of Chiyuv of Isr Veheter. But these things are usher to do, and if you do them, you're over in Avera. The way to be mechaper for that Avera is to pay, to pay to the person that you damaged, but it's not a direct din of Cheshemishpah. But either way, these are not things you can enforce in Bezdin. These are things that only be the Shemaim up to you to take care of. And what are the four that he brings? If you knock down your friend's wall in, front, in the corral, and the animals escape, we're talking about the case of our Mishnah. Our Mishnah, we're talking about the case where the animal goes out and does damage. Here, we're just talking about the animal runs away. So, your question is, are you responsible for the animal escaping? You didn't take the animal out, per se. If you led the animal out, then, of course, you're going to be chayv. You're a goslin, a gandam. Over here, you didn't lead it out. You just exposed the door. You opened the door. So, in that case, you're going to be chayv bedine shamayim only. Or, we'll go through each one of these cases in the Gemara. If there's a fire, and a person, he bends over his friend's wheat, or whatever it is, in front of the fire. So you didn't light the fire, the fire's not yours, you didn't light the fire at all, but you exposed your friend's wheat to the fire, so you're not going to be chayv with the Adam, you're going to be chayv with the Shemaim, again we'll see the details. If someone uh, hires false witnesses to testify against somebody. We'll see exactly what the case is. So there also, you did not necessarily mazik someone directly, but you indirectly mazik them. So you're going to be potter midine other, but you are going to be chayev midine shemayim. Obviously, it's an avera. Or some of the opposite. Someone knows an edus that he could help somebody out to get money or to protect him, whatever it is, and he does not come to testify, which ends up causing him a loss. So in that case also... You're going to be part of Medina Adam, but Chayiv Medina Shemayim. Let's go through each one. What's the case? We said when you do this, you're totally putter midyei adam. There is no chiyav and chayish and mishpah whatsoever. If the wall that was standing there was a prote- proper protective wall, and you broke the wall, it was pirates. Right? It doesn't say you opened the door. You were pirates the wall. So midyei adam nami nechayv. Now Rashi explains this question midyei adam nechayv is not going on the animal. There's no question on the animal you're going to be putter. Like it says in our Mishnah. Right? In our Mishnah it said that by partzua by partzua listum or anything like that, you're going to be putter for the hesitant cause, so you're going to be putter for sure for the animal. The Gemara's question over here is that you should be chayef on the wall. Now, how can it say you're putter midine adam? You're putter midine on the animal, but you still have to chayef the guy for the wall that broke. And it's not proper to use the word putter over there. Ella bekaisel We're talking about a kaisel that was going to fall down anyways, and therefore it did not have value, did not cause the person any financial loss by breaking the wall, because it wasn't really worth much anyways, and therefore your putter on the wall itself, and as we said, your putter, because you did not directly take the animals out, and therefore you're going to be putter legami bidere adam, and only be chayev bidere shemayim, now it's mashma for the Gemara, it's not 100% clear, but it's mashma for the Gemara, you're going to be chayev bidere shemayim, if you're paying back, on the wall maybe, and on the animals, so on the animals, because you let them out, and the wall, again, assuming if the, if the wall is mamash ru'u and it's worth nothing, then maybe you wouldn't be chayev anything on the wall, then you'd only be chayev on the animal, depending on how you look at it. Amar Mar, next case, we said if you put your person's uh, crops in front of a fire, what's the case? That you put these crops in a place where you're using the regular wind that's there, the fire is going to come and burn his stuff out, so you're a mazik, 
whether this is a mazik of Eish, like a mamid, or whether this is a mazik of mamish, mazik b'day adam, but you're definitely going to be a mazik over here if there's a regular fire. Then you put it in the fire, you're going to be chayv. If you put it directly in front of a fire, it's going to get baruch mitzuya. Of course you're going to be chayv. We're talking about where you put it in a place where it's a ruach she'enim Now, it has to be talking about where you're still kaifif. You did it on purpose, right? You had intention to do something to the person. Just You didn't realize it was so going to get there. You said, maybe it will, maybe it won't. I'll play around, I'll make a joke maybe or something like that. And then it ended up fires getting there. So within the other, you're not going to be chayv because it was a ruach she'enim It's an unexpected wind. But lamaisa, within shamayim, you should pay him back because... You, you damage his stuff indirectly like that. Ravashi, Ravashi is another pshat, which is a very interesting pshat. Omar Tomunit, remember, we said Allah before, that we had Xerosakosif, the things which are not golui, things which are covered over, there's a patur of Tomun. So if Reuven lights a fire, and it's going to burn down Shimon's stuff, Reuven's going to be chayv. Levi sees this, Levi says, oh, I want to save Shimon's stuff. We'll see in the Gemara the, the nature of it. And he goes and covers it over with a blanket, and he assumes that maybe that'll protect Levi's stuff from getting burnt. It didn't protect Levi's stuff. It all got burnt. And if anything, now Levi made the situation worse. Because now Shimon's crops or Shimon's whatever is there is Talmud is covered over and Reuven doesn't have to pay. So by covering it over, he's actually caused Levi a loss. Now it's indirect loss, of course. But still he's caused him a loss. And that's the Chiddush of the Baraisa. It says, Therefore you're not Chayi Dine Odom for that, but you are going to be Chayi Dine Shemayim. You didn't, not that you necessarily did a bad thing, but Lamaisa, you caused damage to Shimon by covering over his stuff. We'll see more details in the Gemara. But we also see, Derek Aga, from this, that it's very clear that the Petur of Tomun is even if it was exposed at the time that the fire was lit and covered afterwards, clearly from this Gemara, you see it's going to be Potter as well. Amar let's continue in the four cases. If someone hires Adiv, that are, that are false aid to come to Bezdin. If you're doing it to protect, you're in a case. Right? Reuben and Shimon are fight in Bezdin, and Shimon hires false aid to take money away from Reuben. So if he actually took money from Reuben and he gained from what the Eidi Shekhar did, that's a direct mazik mamish. And he'd have to, and that's just direct mamish, but he stole from Reuben that money. Of course he's going to have to give Reuben the money back. So what does it mean? He's potter, we did adam, we did adam nami nechayev. El al-chavre, we're talking about Reuben hired false Adam to help Shimon against Levi. So Reuben had no financial gain here whatsoever. It was indirect that he caused damage to the other one. So in that case, we're going to say he's part of the other, but he's definitely chayiv b'dinei shemayim. What about the last case? If someone could say testimony, he does not. So if we're talking about mamish edim, so Reuven and Shimon knew some, something to help Levi, and they did not go. So if that's the case, pshita daraisi. So definitely you're not going to be chayi b'dinei adam, but for sure you're going to be chayi b'dinei It's one of the aseres adibras, right? It says v'nefesh ki sechetos v'shama kol alav v'hu aid v'ra v'lo yada v'lo yagiv v'nasa avayne, right? It's not directly says adibras, but the idea of not coming to say testimony if you if you could testify and you don't v'nasa avayne. So what's the question over here? Will be pshita chayi b'dinei shemaim over here? It seems. And that was the hint I was mentioning before, that the question over here is not a financial one, it's an Avera one. And therefore, that's why the Bible says it's Doraisa. So, of course, what? Your Chayim which indicates it's not necessarily a financial issue, it's an Avera issue. You can get a Kapara by paying your way out of it, but still. says, Now, this is interesting, Halacha. So, if one aid, if you, Ruve knows something that might be able to help Shimon, 
Ruben says, what do I have to bother going for? I'm only one aid. One aid doesn't do much. Now, one aid doesn't do anything to force Levi to pay Shimon, but it could make Levi make a shvua. So therefore, Ruben says, what do I have to bother coming for? I'm only a single aid. And the truth is, he's right, but Bedine Shomayim, he's chayiv, because maybe if he would have come, Levi would not have lied against. Levi has to make a shvua. Who says Levi's going to lie? Maybe Levi would admit. And therefore, Bedine Shomayim, he's going to be chayiv for not showing up and testifying in Bezdin. So it sounds like when Rabbi Yeshua made this list, this is the ultimate list of things which are potter b'dinei adam v'chai b'dinei shemai. Obviously, we know that's not true. Right, we'll take a tour through Shas. Vaika, we have the following case. We have the following case which we mentioned earlier. Someone takes the water that was going to be used for a paraduma or for the, for the ashes to put into paraduma or the paraduma itself, which once you do malacha with these things, they become puzzled to use. So if someone does that, he's being pagay and hegdish. So you're patamidine adam, because it's a hezek shen and nicker, you didn't actually do anything physically to these items that would make it a actual hezek, but you're chayv edine shemayim. So you're chayv to, to reimburse hegdish, you didn't have veir over here, and therefore you are chayv edine shemayim. So we have another item that could have been in our list. Voika, another case we had earlier. If you put poison in front of the animal, over there we talked about is the, are you responsible for the animal should have eaten, not, not have eaten. So we said in this case, if you put the poison into the mouth of the animal, of course you're chai. But if you just put it in front of the animal, so we also said you're the animal ate on its own. You're responsible in Shemayim for such an activity. Another item that should have been in Yeshua's list. We had also this Gemara earlier. When you send the fire, in case we discussed over there, we're talking about an ember, we're talking about a torch, but whatever the case was, we said, over there you're not fully directly responsible, but you're like indirectly responsible, and therefore again also, you're going to be why is this not? going to be Yeshua's list. There's another one. If someone blows a loud, a loud trumpet or something into someone's ear and scares somebody, and maybe he goes deaf or some other damage happens to him, but he never touched him, never touched him physically, we also said, Okay, so the list goes on and on and on. This is we had before in Dafchof Ches. If you have a barrel of wine or oil or something like that, and breaks with Shisram, and you don't get it out of the way, if your animal falls in Rishasram and you don't get it out of the way, so Remeir says, Remeir says, we talked over there in the Gemara on Chavches, you can be chai for one of two reasons. You can be chai at the nefila of the nitkal peshea, are you chai for the tripping, and then you have a second chiyah for not getting the mazik out of the Rishasram after that. That was a separate chiyah. So Remeir says, you chai both bidinei adam even. The Chum say, no, in both cases, for the falling of the animal, and for the not cleaning it up, that's also indirect, to be potter, but you are going to be chayiv, so again, another item, which could have been in our list, and we could probably bring other items in Shah. so therefore there's an exhaustive list of things, which are potter, the why did Rabbi Yeshua pick these four? says, in, there are many, Many cases. But these four, Rabbi Yeshua felt was a chiddish that you're going to be part of me, and that's why he chose these four. What is the chiddish of each of these four? The Gemara goes through. You would think in each one of these cases that not only are you part of me, you're even part of me, so Kamashon Yeshua the Chachayim. Why each one? The Gemara goes through. So when you knock down the fence, 
And we said it's a kosher ruah, and the animal escapes. So you put to be the other. Why chayvin the neshamai? Ma'od the same. Chayvin the lemistu ekoi. The fence is going to fall by itself. Ma ma avid. What did you do? So why should you be chayv? This animal wasn't really protected at all. You're telling me the you said you put the on the wall because it's a kaisur If it's a bad wall, that means the animal might have run out by itself. You didn't necessarily do anything by knocking it down and letting the animal run away. So therefore, maybe even with dinei shemayim, you should not be chayv. What? Might even have saved the animal. What? Might even have saved the animal. Maybe, maybe, depends. You're the one who let the animal out, if you're the one who let the animal out, at least within a Shemayim, you are going to be responsible for such a thing. And the next one. We said over there, we're talking about a Ruach She'ena Matsuya. If it was Ruach Matsuya, then you chai b'dini Adam. Here we're talking about a Ruach She'ena Matsuya. So Madhu said, I never really thought that a Ruach She'ena Matsuya was going to come. And therefore, b'dini Shemayim, I shouldn't be responsible at all. The total anus has nothing to do with me. Now, obviously, Kamashwan is not the case because Lamaisa, you did it. And Lamaisa, you did it with Kavana to do it. You just didn't necessarily expect it was going to happen. But you had Kavana to do it. Lamaisa, you're going to be Chayev Bidine Shemai. Well, Rav Ashi, Dhamar Nami Tomanit. Rav Ashi, who said the case of the fire was when Ruven covered over Shimon's stuff and then it got burned and then Levi was not going to have to pay because it was Tomun. Maud the same, Anok Kisei Kisite Nihilech. I was trying to help you. I was trying to help you by covering it over. Rashi says you should have taken that into consideration. You should have taken that into consideration. And therefore, you have to know Dine Cheshemishpah when you go to save somebody's stuff in their house from a fire. And you should have understood that that's the situation. Taisus points out, Taisus on the bottom. Taisus says, I don't say what's this issue over here of Chayev Bedine Shemayim. The Barashom knows. Were you intending to actually help? Then of course Rabbi Hashem is not going to help you be responsible of Chayra. And if you were not intending to help, you were intending to mess the guy up by having Peter Tama, then you'd be Chayev. So what's this issue? Now clearly it's Mashram Taisvis that we're dealing in this of a Heter question, not a Tashlumen question. Because if it's a Tashlumen question, then it's up to you. If it's a Isser Heter question, then Taisvis' question makes sense that the Rabbi Hashem knows if you're Chayev in Ishmael. But then Maishat Taisvis, so if, even if you thought you were doing a good thing that to protect it, so you have to be careful. Firefire has to be careful when he covers stuff up from someone that he doesn't end up making a petur tamun and the person won't be able to be reimbursed. Again, it depends who lit the fire and how it was lit. Next case, why is this a chiddish? When you hire Adam to lie. So Mao the same, uh, you know why I'm not Khaibidina Shamayim, Lema Divriatava Divriatalmud Divremishaimin. I went and hired Adam to lie. I could say, well, I'm not Khaibidina Shamayim, right? Ain Shliachladvara Vera, Divyarav Divriatava Divremishaimin. Why are these Adam listening to me to go lie? I didn't think they would do it, and even if I thought they would do it, it's their fault for doing it. Obviously, they're the ones who are directly responsible, clearly. But I'm Chayiv Bidine Shamayim in this case. Remember, but we were talking about a case where the Adam lied. They took money away from Ruben and gave it to Shimon, and they were never found to be liars. Only I know they're liars, and I can't prove that they're liars. Right? So in that case, Ruben's going to be out of his money, and he's not even going to get his money back. So you might think that I could say, well, sorry, nothing I could do about it. I didn't think the item would actually do it. Or if they did do it, it's not my problem, it's their problem. At least with the Shemayim, you are chayv to reimburse for the damage you caused. 
If you could help somebody out, which we said was talking about, if you're an eight echod nami, who says you could taina? Then who says that if I would have come to testify, have a lay, have a moida? Who says that the other person would have been moida? Maybe the person just would have made a shvua against me, which he's lying because I know the truth. But he could have made a shvua. Therefore, I don't have to. I'm not mechuyiv to come because the whole reason you be mechuyiv me to come, the whole reason you be mechuyiv me to pay now is on the assumption that I caused him a loss by not helping him. But that's only on the assumption that the 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 person here who's the mazik or whatever whatever it is would would have been moida. Maybe he just would have lied against me as well, made a shvua, and uh, walked away. I, I wouldn't have been able to help at all. Even in that case, at least. Moving back to the rest of the mission. The mission said, I'm a rabbi. Rabbi comes and says a statement, and we're going to have to struggle to figure out what Rabbi's talking about. So Rabbi said, We're talking about a situation where the animal, when it says, that you're potter, we're talking about a case where the animal did something strange. The animal dug underneath the foundations of the wall and knocked the wall down. So that which it said, Nifritz of Alayla is potter, is when the animal was chachra, the animal dug down, which is not something the animal normally does, and knocked the wall down by loosening the foundations, and that's how it happened, and that's why you're potter when it's Nifritz of Alayla. So then what? Of Aloy chachra, my chayef? I don't say it. So if the animal did not do this strange activity, the animal somehow knocked the wall down, stam, or whatever it is, then what? Then you're going to be chayef, even Nifritz of Alayla? Hey, Chidabi, what's the case? If we're talking about it, it's a regular strong wall that should have been able to, to withstand a regular animal. So, why are you chayef? Right? What do you expect a person to do? He built a proper wall. We said you only need a shmurit pachusa. You did a proper wall. It was the middle of the night. We, as Tyson said, either you didn't know, or we're not mechuyiv to get up in the middle of the night to go run after your animal. Whatever it is, why should you be chayef just because it's loichatra? Must be you're talking about a case where it was not a proper wall. So, what does that have to do with digging or not digging? You built a bad wall. Okay, so the animal got out by doing something even stranger. The animal got out by digging under the wall or loosening the wall and knocking it down. But it was not a good wall to begin with. This is a classic case of what we call You did not put a proper wall around your animal. If the animal would have just walked into the wall and knocked it down, You'd be chayef when the animal goes out and does hezer. Lamaisa, the animal did something strange. It dug under the wall and did it in a strange way, in an earnest way, which you could not have expected. So this is a classic question of tchilas v'pshiyah v'sayf v'yonis. So it says, am I t'vater? So then why are you potter? Tchilas v'pshiyah v'sayf v'yonis. So that's actually my chalik is tanoi. If you that even though you did something irresponsible, but Lamaisa, that was not the direct cause of what happens to your potter. So that's what the Mishnah means that your potter. So if that's the case, so how can Rabbi say we're talking about a case over here of Chatra, Lachaira Chatra, you still going to be Chayiv if it's a Kaisurua, because it's Chasub Shev Rabbianis. Some of you are right, you misunderstood Rabbi altogether. We're talking about where's a proper wall. Whether the animal dug underneath it or didn't dig it, makes no difference. You're going to be potter. Chatra doesn't make the situation better or worse. Chatra is more of an earnest. In either case, if you built a proper wall and the animal escapes at night, we said you're going to be potter. It's not your responsibility. We misunderstood Rabba. Rabba was going on the end part of the Mishnah. The Mishnah said, If you left it, even with a proper wall, 
but you left it in the sun, in which case we said when you leave it in the sun and the animal gets hot, the animal gets crazy and wants to get out, in that case you're responsible because you left it in a situation where the animal is going to go nuts and get out. And on that, Amaraba, the Afilu Chatra. Even if the animal dug under the wall, which is something totally not expected, Lechaira, even in that case, you're going to be chayv when you left it in the sun. For sure, if it didn't dig, it just knocked it down. The kulapshi, by leaving it in the sun, you're a peshayah. Even if it dug under the wall, which is not something you would expect. You would think this is called by leaving it in the sun, but because it did something unexpected by digging under the wall, and at least according to the man, maybe in this case I would be potter. The kulapshi. In this case, an animal digging under a foundation or digging under a wall is a Peshia. Oh, normally animals don't do that. Why? My timer. Yamale made the others. You should know the Chivin the Shavkis Pechama when you leave an animal in the sun called the Tatstaka. Any type of, any type of planning or any type of anything he could do, this, the Mevit of Venafka. Right? When you leave an animal in the sun, it's got to figure out how to get out. And it's not unexpected that it's going to dig a hole in the ground and try to get out underneath or loosen the foundations or whatever it is. When it's hot in the sun, it becomes smarter. And therefore, this is not tchilas of a pshia v'seifer b'aynes. This is tchilas of a pshia v'seifer b'pshia. It is a pshia on the whole thing. And therefore, that was Rabbi Schiddish, the Jechayim, even if it did a digging activity. The Mishnah then said, Ha'itziyu listim, if ganovim, listim taken out, listim chayofim. So the listim become responsible for any damage the animal does. That's a, there's no chiddush to this even at all. When someone steals your animal, they become the owner of the animal. Now what does that mean? It's not, they're not really the owner of the animal. Obviously they have, they have to return to you the animal. So Tosh says one or two pshatim. Either they become chayv and oinsin. If anything happens to the animal, they're responsible of course and they have to pay you back the value of the animal. So therefore they become the bailam for hezek that it does as well. Once you chayv and oinsin, you become like a shoyal. And then of course you chayv anything it does. Or, Taisvah says, a svar, which we see a few times throughout this parak, which is that there has to be a responsible party, not has to be, but generally, whoever is the responsible party for an animal is chayv for his hezek. Even if you're not the owner of the animal. You're not the owner of the animal. The guy, if the gazel over here is not the owner of the animal, but Lamaisi, he's the responsible party. He's the one who should make sure that the animal does not go out and do any damage. The terrorists is him no matter what. And that's not even a chiddish. The Lamaisi says, that's a dover poshit. That if you physically steal an animal, you become the responsible Party for the hezek that the animal does. In which case, what's the chiddush of the Mishnah? We're talking about a case where you did not physically take the animal out. You opened the door and you guided the animal out. You like blocked it or whatever it is, so it should get to your truck or whatever it is or go out. But you did not ever touch the animal physically. You didn't do a mashicha or masira or do it. You know, like we said before, bring a goat there to make it fall. You didn't do any of that. You just sort of guided it out. And that's the chiddush that you're going to be chayiv in that case. He said, This is a very important halacha. This is a halacha we have called maimid. Maimid means, I take Ruvain's animal and put it on Shimon's crops. Who is chayiv in this case? Says Rabbah, you are going to be chayiv, even though it's not your animal at all. It's not my animal. It's Ruvain's animal. But I was the one who was maimed Ruvain's animal on Shimon's crops. Then I'm going to be chayef for doing such a thing. I become, as we, the Bala Hezek. 
even though it's it, now you could look at this a couple different ways. Exactly what the nature of the hezek of Maimon is. On one hand, you could say ah, it's an other mamazik question. Just like if I took a knife and stabbed Ruvain's animal, I'm an other mamazik. If I took another animal and made him do a you know, Karen or Shane or whatever it is, let's say Shane. So if I took a if I if I ate Ruvain's apple, I'm chayiv. So if I make Shimon's animal eat Ruvain's apple, it's the same thing. I'm chayiv. It's an other mamazik question. Or it could be actually, the way Tyson seems to be learning it, it's actually a shame question. I become, res- the re- again, the responsible party for the shame of this animal, even though it's not my animal at all. In terms of this, I become the responsible party, and I'm chayiv. Not to me whether it's shame or other would be if you're, if you're chayiv in Rishas Anizik or not, or whatever, the, or Rishas Rabbim. So that would be a debate. But Tyson seems to say it's a regular din shame. Okay, so we have a halacha called maimon. I never touch the animal, I just bring it there and the animal eats. So I'm going to be chayev in that case. And on that, the Gemara says, Pshita, that halacha is so obvious to us, what would be the Kiddush? And the answer is that that case also is not when I touch the animal, I just direct the animal. Even just directing the animal, I become the responsible party and I have to pay back Shimon for the crops that Ruvain's animal ate. And therefore, says the more here also in our case, when it says list him, doesn't mean you physically stole the animal. I directed the animal. That's also going to make me the responsible party for any hezek it does. When we learned in the base Medrash that Allah of Maimed, you told us, it's not a case of like, you, like the first shot was, that I was Maimed, but you told us the Chiddush of that case is you were Kisha, that instead of pulling the animal, you hit the animal with a stick. And the Chiddush is that hitting an animal with a stick is also going to be considered a regular din of, of Mashiach. That's a regular din of Mashiach, even though I never pulled the animal, or never had the, the ropes to the animal like Masira, hitting it and directing it, that is physically touching it, and that is a regular din of Mashiach, and that's why you're chayev, when Ruvain's crop, animal eats Shimon's crops by Maimid, because you hit it, so the case of our Mishnah also, that's the Chiddush of our Mishnah, that's a regular case of stealing, but it's a Chiddush, how you stole, even though it doesn't say that in the Mishnah, obviously, but we have to say some Chiddush in the Mishnah, that it stole through this not normal way of stealing, not by physically pulling the animal, but just by hitting it, that is mamish stealing, and then of course you're going to be, once it is stealing, then of course you're going to be chai if any hezekit does. The Mishnah then said another Allah, Masra Laraya, if you give it over to the animal to a shepherd, Nikhlas Araya Tahtav the Raya becomes in your place. Says Ma Amri Tahtav Daman. What does that mean that the Raya is in your place? In the place of who? Ilama Tahtav the Bala Behemoth that the, the owner of the animal hired a bunch of shepherds. So Tanina Khadazimna, that we already had before. It said Masula Shemekhina Mula Shayul and I said Sakul is Saikar, Kula Nikhlas Takasabilam. That's the regular Din Shem we learned before Daf Mem Dalit, that anytime you have a Shaimer, they become the responsible party. So if that's the case, what's the Kiddush mission of Raya? Obviously a shepherd is a shamer. Whether you're paying him, he's a shamer sacher. Whether he's not paying him, he's a shamer chinam. Whatever he is, he's a regular din shamer. That's how we learned already. What's the Kiddush? Ela tacht of the shamer. Says the more you know what we're talking about? We're going back in the case of shamer. You gave the animal to a shamer to watch for you. The shamer had to go out of town for a day. So he hired a shepherd. This is a classic case of what we call Shimer Shemasur L'Shimer. V'Shimer Kama Iftole Legamri. So in this case, says the Mishnah, that the Raya is Nichnas Tachtov of the Shimer. So the Bailim hired a Shimer. The Shimer hires a Raya. 
Who is the responsible party now? The Roya. The shepherd is the responsible party. Shemer, Shemasu, Shemer. Now, normally in Shas, when we discuss Shemer, Shemasu, Shemer, but Matziah in those places, we're talking about if something gets, if the animal gets damaged. If the animal gets damaged, who's the responsible party? Is it the first Shemer? Is it the second Shemer? Is it both of them? That's the discussion. Here, we're not talking about if the animal gets damaged. We're talking about if the animal goes out and does damage. When the animal goes out and does damage, who's the responsible party over here? Says our Mishnah, the second Raya, who now took responsibility, he is the responsible party for any hezek that the animal does. Says, If that's shot in the Mishnah, it's a kashan Rava. Dama Rava, Shemesh, that the first Shemer is the responsible party. He had no right to give it over to a second person. Normally the Svara is, because we say, I'm not mehemming you as a Shvua. When I give something to a Shemer, it's not just that I assume he's going to pay me back, it's that I assume he's a responsible party, and if I have to accuse him of something... I assume that if he makes a shvua, it would be truthful to me, because there's no Adam necessarily there. Whereas when the first shemer gives it to a roa, who says that I trust this roa with the shvua? And therefore, says Rabbi Shemesh, the Mashal Shemer, the first person is the responsible party, not the second one. So how's he going to learn our Mishnah? Amalek HaRava, no. My Mashal you're right. If you give it to a second party, the first party is Chayet. But here we're talking about they give it to Barzilai. He gave it to one of his interns, one of his Talmidim, Rashi says. And that is a normal If I give it over to a shepherd, it's understood that the shepherd might not be watching my animal directly. The shepherd might be giving it over to one of his summer interns. And I assume that that person is just as responsible and just as trustworthy as the shepherd himself. And therefore, it's not a question of Shemesh Mashal Shemer classic. Shemesh Mashal Shemer classic, the first person is responsible. But if I understand automatically when I give it to the first one, he might give it to the second one. When I give it to the first one, that's, that's the Kiddush Mishnah. That, that would be a case that the second one would be responsible. Another way to learn the Shaka Vitaya, Ika Diyamri, Midiktani Masra Leroya. Why did he say you give it to a shepherd? Just stop, you give it to a second shamer. Why did pick here a roa? Why did specifically the first Mishnah, Amnem Dala, talked about a shamer? This Mishnah talks about a shepherd. Why is it mentioned a shepherd specifically? Shmamina, exactly like Rova. My Masulareya is Masulareya the Barzilai. We're talking about a case where a shepherd who has these interns or has these people working for him. So, yeah, it's a Shmir company. The Uruch and the Raya, the Mesa, the Barzilai, Hafuch, the Mishra's Dafkin, you Dafkin this case, where you give it to a Shmir company who's going to then farm it out to somebody else, and you know that, that's when the second person is responsible. Avaliacher, Stama person? Loy. If a Shemir is Mashur to Stama person who's not part of the company or not someone I expect him to, then the second person is not the Chayv party, the first person is the Chayv party. Now, it could be the first Shemir can be Tevea, the second Shemir. That's between them. But my Chiyuv, my, my Tevea, is to the first Shemir. And if anything, let me say, that's a proof to Rav's halacha. Dumb Rav Shemir Shemir the first Shemir is Chayv. So I'm like, Laptop gives that a riot to Rava, that it said a roya. Maybe that's just a normal way you give something an animal to be watched, to a shepherd who knows what he's doing. Maybe the same Allah would be by regular Shemesh Maslow Shemesh. It's Laptop a riot to Rava, although it definitely seems to make much more sense to read it like Rava. I will start the next week. It's going to continue. We'll start. We have a minute or two. Itmar. Shemer Aveda. What about this case? What about a case where you find an animal walking in the street and you have Allah? Right, the sukha salam, you have to take the animal in, Vasafta Baisakha. You now are responsible to give this animal back to its owner. Part of you giving this animal back to its owner is you also become a shamer on the hezek that it does. 
Okay, that's clear. Once a pasuk says Rashi says the pasuk says via saftel you bring it into your house. You are now the bialim on it. If not, first of all, if something happens to it, you're responsible. We'll discuss that. But also, if it goes out and does damage, you are now also the responsible party. What is the nature of that responsibility? So shem raveda, rab armer, you're shem right? No one's paying you to do this. No one's paying you to do this. Worst case scenario, you're shem rechinam. And you're not going to be chayv, give it aveda, or uh, that's normally in that case. Here we're talking about if it goes out and does damage. Why are you a shemer sacher? You're not getting paid. If you're not getting paid, you're a shemer chino. The famous of Yosef in Shas says, you're a shemer sacher. Why? When the shnar knocks on your door and you say to the shnar, I'm sorry, I don't have to give you stuck in now because I'm Isaac by mitzvah potem and a mitzvah because I'm dealing with this mitzvah of a shemer saveda. Tysus points out. Doesn't mean anytime you're doing a mitzvah, if you're wearing tefillin, doesn't mean that, that would get us out of giving stuck by davening. I'm wearing tefillin, sorry, I see it's a part of a mitzvah. It has to be your Isaac. The mitzvah. You're busy doing some mitzvah, then you don't have to stop and do another mitzvah, or even if you can, you don't have to stop, etc. But Lamaisa says, if you accept, that's a hano. Now, Rabbi says, that's not a hano, that's shchiach. You can't actually put a value on that hano. But hey, Chateh at the exact moment you're going to be working with the animal, a shnar is going to come, and you're not going to have to give him. Rabbi says, that's not called shchiach. But Rav Yosef says, that's called shchiach. You're getting proof, the Gemara calls this in Shas, proof to the Rav Yosef. And if it's considered like you're making money, or saving money in this case, <laughs> when you're doing a Shemesh Veda, and therefore you become a Shemesh Sacher. It's a tremendous Chiddush. Ikid the Mefarshi, have a Shemesh Sacher. Ikid the Mefarshi, okay, some people say it's slightly different shot. The very same Shemesh Sacher, dummy, Chimen Rachmona Shabde Balkarche. You, didn't, you never accepted responsibility for this animal. The Torah says, whether you like it or not, you're responsible. If the Torah goes so far to say that you're responsible, even if you don't agree to be responsible, then Then it makes more sense to say that the Torah would make you a much more responsible party. Not just a small responsibility, but a bigger responsibility, because Lamaisa, the Torah is, it's obviously the Torah is taking this thing very seriously, that it's doing, even if you don't want to, then it makes sense, as if, even if you're not getting paid, but Lamaisa, you'll be considered like a Shabbat We'll see more details about this in the Shem.